When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Championship point number three to win a tenth Australian Open. Cross court backhand, Sitsi Pass. Forehand up the line. It gets uh, him stretching here. Sitsi Pass over the baseline. Novak Djokovic. He cannot be beaten. He's done it tough tonight. A worthy opponent who stretched him in two tie breaks. But Novak Djokovic has become even greater than he was. The most dominant force on Rod Laver Arena in the history of the Australian Open making its move here in 1988. 6-3, 7-6, 7-6 in two hours and 56 minutes. Uh, Brentley called by our very own Brett Phillips. Novak Djokovic winning his 10th Australian Open title in his 10th Australian Open final and now joining Rafa Nadal as the winners of 22 Grand Slams. And if you didn't know that, he had it sewn onto his jacket uh, straight away, Simon O'Donnell. But all joking aside, that is um, a performance for the ages and that stat line is undeniable no matter what you think of Novak as a person, as a player, um, Stefano Tsitsipas, his opponent, who had a chance in the second set, was actually probably playing better tennis in the second set than Novak. just couldn't convert that to take the set. Um, Stefano says that he is the greatest of all time in tennis. Your thoughts on that performance? Well, um, I find it extraordinary just how good he is under mm. under pressure. I, I don't think I've, I've seen a player at that level of the three that we've seen in the last decade. Nadal... Roger and Novak, it's, it's, it's quite extraordinary the way they play and, mm. and how good they are on crucial points. And in any sport, that's what everyone says, you know, being able to perform when the pressure's really on. These guys have done it day in, day out, and possibly this guy a little better than the other two, history will will say, because he will have more grand slams. He's equal now with Rafa. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time until he takes that title. Because what they used to say about Jordan was the reason why they believe Jordan was the greatest of all time is because it was six from six. Mm. So there were those who won more titles in the NBA than he, but he did it every time he got there and was the MVP every time he got Mm. there. Now, I know there's four grand slams, but 10 from 10, that is quite a phenomenal stat line. And And, and Rafa 14 from 14, though, at, 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 um, at Roland Garros, he's... He's very tough. This is Novak on how the win felt for him. Second set, he was a better player. He had his chances, didn't use them. He had a set point. Um, you know, I just held my nerves in both tie breaks on second and third. And, uh, yeah, it was a huge relief uh, and release of the emotions in the end. Um, yeah, just uh, difficult to, to find any additional words, really. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a long journey, but a very, very special one. Um, what next? For Novak Djokovic, well, he spoke about what he's driving or what is driving him moving forward in tennis. Of course, I am motivated to win as many slams as possible, you know, at this stage, 
of my career, these trophies uh, are the biggest motivational factor of why I still compete. So that's the case, uh, without a doubt. Um, you know, I, I never really liked comparing myself to others, but of course it's an, a privilege to be part of the discussion of, you know, of, you know, as, as one of the greatest players of all time. And if people see me this way, of course, it's, uh, it's, it's very flattering uh, because I know that I give as much as effort and energy into trying to, you know, to win slams as anybody else. Um, and I, I still have a lots of motivation. Um, let's see. Let's see how far it takes me. I really uh, don't want to stop here. I don't have intention to stop here. I, I feel great about my tennis. Um, I know that when I'm feeling good. Um, physically, mentally present, that I have a chance to win any slam against anybody. So I like my chances going forward. Novak Djokovic uh, on what's driving him now moving forward after equaling Rafa Nadal on 22 grand slams. On the other side of the news, we'll keep talking a little bit about Novak because we asked the question before, he's, an inter- he's such an intriguing uh, person within his sport that he is for some now, the greatest of all time. And Stefano Tsitsipas said the same. And we asked the question before, who else has got to the very top of their tree in their sport to be considered the greatest of all time, yet not universally loved, mm. which is a strange place to sort of be in. It doesn't always go hand in hand that you are the greatest and the most greatly uh, respected or loved or, or, you know, to get the adulation that some others get, like a Roger gets, like a Rafa gets in that sport. We'll keep talking about that. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 You can call us any time. Uh, call of the Year is back on Monday, the 30th of Jan. Call up SEN Breakfast for your chance to win a brand-new Toyota. You can text in on the 40 Wings Temper text, 0433 Let's get to April in the newsroom. Considering last year's event, I was a bit more nervous uh, coming into Australia. didn't know how... You know, I'm going to be received and by the people. But, you know, I mean, overall, it was a very positive experience. Um, again, I wouldn't be able to do what I did in Adelaide and here if I, if I wasn't feeling good, you know, on and off the court. Of course, there were uh, things that were happening, you know, so the events of the last few days, you know, with my father, they were not easy for me to, to handle, uh, especially at these at this stages of, uh, last stages of, uh, of a Grand Slam. But I had to keep it together. That's why I said the first question, answering the first question, that it, it took enormous amount of mental and emotional energy to really keep it tight, you know, keep my focus. That's Novak Djokovic on being able to keep focus despite so much happening off the court, Simon O'Donnell. And it's part of this conversation. And when we're speaking about the greatest uh, in this conversation, him and Rafa and Roger, we're talking about the greatest in men's tennis. Um, for those who are texting in, 0433981116. So one of the things that was happening and always tends to happen around Novak Djokovic is that he's not often – the pocket of fans that love him adore him, but they're often, uh, I suppose, out – well, out, they're out-barracked by whoever the fans are supporting who's on the other side of the net. He doesn't ever seem to be the guy that the whole crowd – is behind. It's been an interesting thing throughout his career, and Nick Kyrgios has pointed to it, thinking that he, you know, he wishes that he was like Roger and Rafa and, and was loved like them. But it's never quite been the relationship he's had with crowds, even before the deporting. 
Um, and it was the same again last night where he seemed to get frustrated by that the, the fans were clearly in the corner of Sitsipas by and large. But he, he's got this incredible way of turning that to his advantage and actually it sparks him and, and fires him up. But it is an interesting place where he sits, where he's, for, for a lot of people now, the greatest of all time. Yet he's nowhere near the most loved of all time. Yeah, that, that's a that's a long and distinguished list. The not loved of all time, but have <laughs> have made the best of their sporting ability. I, I think that you know, in there lies the strength of Novak Djokovic. Mm. Is, is doesn't matter. Yeah, you love me, I'll still I'll win. You just like me, I'll still win. Yeah, uh, he, he he handles either side of that um, emotional challenge uh, of whether the court's with him or not. And and his record proves that. Yeah, his record proves it. So, I think it's sort of water off a duck's back in a way that he just goes about his business, and you know he has his people around him. Uh, you know, some things are, are difficult to take. He mentions his father there. That okay, there's some emotion in the way, but it still didn't crack him. He, no, he's a bit like Shane Warne, if you like. You know, Warne could have these extraordinary pressures off-field mm. going on and his, his life falling apart. And he'd go out and become – and just be the, the player of the series for Australia. Yeah. You know, he, he, well, we he saw could, that in the documentary. Yeah, he, he could just – he could, you know, pigeonhole that and as soon as I put the whites on and walk out that gate, yeah. there's nothing else – And then have an 05 Nothing else ashes, in the yeah. world that I'm worried about by getting you out and taking that catch and contributing to the team winning. So you know, that, those, those people, the X Factor, they have that – Ability, and you see it so often. Because I was curious whether it was water off a duck's back, because it it clearly in the games he responds to it. Like he he points to his head, and he he gets you can see it frustrates him. But then to be able to flick the switch and almost use it as an extra motivator, I think is quite extraordinary. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's why he's so, a star. Who else was coming through on the lists of oh, those who reached games. the top of the tree, who were in the conversation for the greatest ever in their sport, but weren't? The great, the most loved in their sport. Yeah, probably the one that surprised me most was LeBron James. That's come through came a bit. through a number of times, which I, I didn't realise. You know, lo- locally homegrown stuff. David Warner. Yeah, yeah, he's had an interesting relationship. You know, even, before even before Sam Gate, yeah. I think you know he was. We're not sure where we are with him. Mm-hmm. Virat Kohli was another that came through. Oh, not in India. No, I know, but but out, outside of yeah, you know, the, a couple of beauties, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, well, but that's after. What about before? Yeah, good point. Phil Mickelson. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Serena Williams. Yeah, has had an interesting loved, relationship. Always loved. I think she was, you know, always. Could, could it sort be, of ebbed and flowed yeah, with yeah, Serena, didn't yeah, it? Yep. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's a that's a great nomination. That's probably the best. Mm. So some fantastic nominations. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Tom Brady is a great nomination that's come through. Mm. If you're not a if you weren't a Patriots fan, everybody else just <laughs> despised yeah. Brady. Yeah, yeah I, I, but I think everyone wanted them wanted him at their club. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not uh, Brady this, Brady that. But, oh, Brady's available. I'll get Brady. Mm. I don't, but he's he's not he's never had a, hasn't had a bad public persona, has he, Brady? Uh, I'm not a, an avid a NFL couple, a couple follower. Of little things people tried to people tried to create something out of nothing with that Deflategate nonsense. And I'm a Jets fan, and, and 
for Jets fans, Brady's and Belichick are evil incarnate. But I still thought that was the greatest beat up, one of the greatest beat ups in in sport. That whole Deflate Gate rubbish. Uh, but yeah, they they tried to find ways to bring him down. Ivan Lendl. Yeah, people didn't love Ivan, did they? No. <laughs> it wasn't the warmest of. <laughs> And he didn't give a toss either. No, maybe people weren't a big fan of the Legionnaires hat at the time because as kids, whenever you were made to wear the flap hat, you're always gutted by having to wear that. You never, you can never make that look cool. If you were the one kid that had to wear the flap hat, and I had to be that kid at times, you'd just kick the, you're kicking, That's kicking right. rocks. <laughs> he did too. The yeah. white flap. By hat. choice, he wore that. Yeah. Keep the sun off the back of his neck. Keep him a bit cooler. Yeah. Wow, oh, we. <laughs> Serena threatened to kill a line person. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know about that. Don Bradman's come through. That was we didn't find that out until later, did we? That that there was an interesting relationship that mm. Sir Don had mm. with some of his teammates. It, it, some of these relationships would have been fascinating to see them in the modern day under the microscope. We can now oh, put them under. Yeah. You know, Sir, yeah. Sir Don Bradman is a classic example. You know, he, he was having discussions behind closed doors, and they were closed doors in those days. So, you know, with, with the scrutiny now that's put on um, high-profile sport, you know, that, that mm. would all be out on the table, and it would be fascinating to see, you know, which way people went. Uh, you can get involved on the 40 Weeks Temper Tech, 0433981116, get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks are serious about sleep. After the break, questions without notice, you can give us a call on the IMAR Insurance open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 We'll have questions without notice. After 8 o'clock, of course, the last fan standing competition, all thanks to Maccas. Somebody will be getting a trip for them and a mate. Uh, brilliant accommodation. The red carpet rolled out for you. Meet the SEN test commentary team. One of the best prizes we've ever had on SEN, and we will find out and we will crown the winner of last fan standing after 8 o'clock on Summer Breakfast.